for agility's sake. Welcome, I'm Kyle Spitzley, your host, here today with Mark Denman. Hey, Mark. Hey, Kyle. How's it going? Really good. Thanks for being here today to talk with me. We are going to be talking about DevOps, something that I know very little about. So just to be totally upfront, Mark, I am very uh, inexperienced in the technical space, so I'm not tech savvy. But that's why we're here today, is to learn about DevOps. So I want to start there. Just start with the term, what is DevOps. Sure, Kyle. Uh, glad to help here. Uh, again, everybody's at a different level uh, of their understanding. So hopefully today we'll give everybody just kind of a basic understanding of what this uh, term means. So uh, DevOps uh, it's basically comes from a couple of words, developers and operations. And it's basically to try to um, equate to breaking down that silo of two different groups of people. So that's kind of where the word came from. So the two groups being the development group and the operations group. Trying to break that silo down. Yeah, correct. So okay. it's just looking at that in the traditional way of doing work and handoffs between those two practices. Um, and in my mind, I actually think it kind of speaks to an evolution of uh, the days of lean manufacturing. And probably the best example of that is the Toyota, um, you know, production company. Okay. And then also further uh, along the evolution is what we're you know known as agile practices today. So I just think of DevOps as kind of that next evolution of some of those um, common frameworks. All right. So where do you see like the the jumping off point from the Toyota uh, production system to um, DevOps? Uh, so from an actual manufacturing of a car, if you think of that in a production line, there's work centers. Um, there's a lot of pieces and parts that make up that vehicle. Um, in a lot of the lean practices that are you know developed in that space and so a lot of those common things if you think about software engineering um are similar in the way they apply it's just mm. not a one-to-one yeah. you know mapping of course so we design we build we test just like you would with a vehicle yeah yeah exactly okay so devops is the combination of development and operations i love that the name it just sounds really cool i like that but what does it mean like, what is what is DevOps? <laughs> sure yeah. Um, again, it's it's just in the industry, you know, a couple of uh, phrases that are kind of glommed together to, to make up a new acronym, you know, for us to talk about. But in general, um, I would say it, it speaks to kind of a larger theme or practice that helps describe a framework. Um, you know, if you asked members that may be listening in our audience, what is DevOps? there's a real good chance that everybody would give you a slightly different answer. Yeah. So it okay. may mean something different to them. Um, so that's kind of a result of why we're here today is maybe to start the thought process to, to people that may be listening um, and trying to help um, build what exactly DevOps is going to mean for Amway, um, which is why, you know, I've been speaking to a lot of the experts and practitioners in our space here at Amway to kind of get a better understanding of what we're going to design and call DevOps for Amway. So there's, there's a bunch of other really smart people out there in the DevOps space, right? At Amway. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because okay. I definitely, I appreciate that you're kind of cameoing me on the oh, first yeah. podcast <laughs> here, but I'm definitely not the, the foremost expert in here. But definitely. All right, in my network, you're the foremost expert. So I got to meet some of your friends. Yeah, so I can have some other Absolutely, experts. we have a ton of, ton of people out there. All right, so this is, uh, I like this, you know, talking about this kind of DevOps can be interpreted in different ways. So your, your statement about if I go ask different people, even at Amway, what it means, I'm going to get a lot of different answers. And that makes sense. I, I see that with um, in my field of change management. A lot of people say different things about what change management is. So 
uh, I like that you're heading down this path of we're defining what it means at Amway. So we're going to develop a shared understanding or interpretation and application of what this means for us so that it isn't like whatever anybody wants to think it is. So at Amway, when you say DevOps, we mean these things. Is that kind of where you're going with kind of the working together with folks to define that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's going to be uh, really important for getting the input from the experts to define, you know, how how we can take the practices and framework of DevOps and apply it to Amway to help, you know, provide some of that value. So uh, you, I think you summarize that perfectly. Okay, cool. Well, then, you know, so my next question is who's involved in doing that? Who's involved in defining what Amway um, calls DevOps? So I mentioned practitioners or some of the experts, but I guess in general, in my mind, um, everyone here is. So, you know, the entire business can help be involved in kind of a DevOps practice or movement here and how we adapt it to Amway. Um, in some places you might be able to look out like on LinkedIn or whatever and see roles of DevOps engineers and, you know, maybe a title of DevOps this. Yeah, I think of a developer, that. right? Yeah, or sure. someone who, you know, works in the, the, the database space or DBA, like the back end stuff. Yeah. Yeah, in my opinion, um, I don't think DevOps is a specific role. It's not like a title that Mark Denman has uh, as an engineer. It's more of kind of somebody who basically is uh, cross-practice. So I feel like it's more about the team or community um, Mm. of practitioners that make up DevOps and and how they basically operate and approach their daily work. So That's really good. It reminds me of... um I think it's a Steve Jobs quote, or at least I saw it as a Steve Jobs quote, which was, if, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And sounds like what we're talking about is community going together. Yeah, for sure. So I, again, you know, in, in a, for an example, I mean, traditionally here you'd have in IT, you'd have sysadmins, you might have DBAs, you might have a, a developer or a QA, QA testing person, um, maybe even a security expert. Um, but to me, again, I think this discussion at DevOps is about how all these roles kind of blend together um, and help break down those silos of individual individual practices. Um, So that basically over time amongst the team, amongst various groups, departments, divisions, we start building um, some trust and knowledge sharing, uh, which basically will help kind of grow that continuous learning environment for everybody here at Amway. Great. So this is a, to me, to me, this sounds like a really um, exciting space in the, I want to say IT, but I think it's broader than that, the way you're describing it. So a lot of people have involvement in these processes that we're talking about. Um, so there's, there's lots of people involved. But let's talk about Mark. What about DevOps excites you? Sure. So number one, I think it's just the idea of connecting people. And, and you know, I get the opportunity to meet and learn a lot from new people as I um, start having discussions with them. Uh, the continuous learning, obviously, is another big aspect of this. Um, there's always an opportunity to learn something new. You know, if you think like, wow, I've, I've got a pretty good handle on this, and then you could meet somebody else and talk to them about something and, and have a completely different viewpoint or aspect mm-hmm. on how, how to approach or solve that issue. Um, so Yeah, I'm a firm believer that there's always somebody farther ahead than me on any given subject, yeah, no matter well, how much I know about it. That, that's a great uh, attitude to have, I think, for sure. Because, you know, it's basically being able to try to look at things through a lens that even even if we think we're at a great spot or good, but there's always room to improve something. Yeah. So being able to have that kind of hat worn um, and do that. So 
A um, few other things that kind of excite me about it is just the idea of like the shared learning that people get as they work together across this and sharing in, you know, their experiences and understanding. Um, so that's good because obviously you see that kind of scale as other people pick up and learn new things. Um, and then again, maybe, maybe this is too high level, but I, I like to think of DevOps if we're, you know, maybe 10 years down the road, maybe even five years here. Uh, and this is a successful kind of um, implementation or experience here at Amway. Just the possibilities to me seem boundless because, right, you're always able to, to uncover a new problem um, and get a group of people thinking about that problem and come up with ideas on how to solve it. So it just kind of seems like kind of like a boundless, you know, practice to me. So that's kind of yeah. exciting about it too. Like there's never an end. I, I find it awesome. The, the perspective you have on that being that there's boundless possibilities in front of us, because a lot of times I see folks take the perspective of well, comparing Amway to like a Netflix or a Disney or um, I don't know, name another company that's really good at technical innovation. So, I mean, Netflix is one that in the, in the development space, people look to and go, wow, what Netflix is doing is really amazing. But the, to me, that is, we're not looking at and saying, gosh, we're so far behind. We need to be like Netflix. What, what you're saying is we know where we are today. We have, we have places we need to improve. Like, let's go get better at this stuff. Let's, let's look at these opportunities as positives because they are positives. We're not competing against Netflix, right? That's not, that's not who we're trying to beat. We need to look at what are we trying to accomplish and where do we focus to do that? So yeah. I love your perspective on it being, there's just tons of opportunity out there. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I mean, we're all probably exposed to various pieces of information, but you know, basically the demands on businesses today from customers is, I kind of think of it as like, as a customer, you know, almost like pushing a button or pulling the lever. I want value on demand. Um, yeah, when I hit play, I want my show to start. Right, absolutely. <laughs> and so, um, along with that, I also want a great experience when I'm doing that. So to me, I really feel like DevOps is a foundational element for any company um, that if you start practicing kind of those, um, you know, frameworks and how you're going to apply it at your company, that you're going to ultimately be more competitive to meet those kind of value on demand customer expectations. Okay. So the so this is a, uh, I'm just curious and if you can't think of it off the top of your head, that's fine. Um, do you, can you think of an individual or a team where uh, there's a, basically a shout out to someone who's doing a good job in this space right now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And this is by no means trying to uh, narrow the focus because there's a lot of teams here yeah. that I've uh, talked to that are doing great things. But shout out to this one is because literally just yesterday I sat down for about 45 minutes with the uh, Amway ID team, um, okay. specifically Brian Hibma, and he was walking me through um, some of the automation and DevOps practices that they're applying in their product. Um, so it was really awesome. They're doing a lot of automation, um, really improving that platform as a whole. So it was really, really interested so much so that I told him I wanted to follow up with them because we kind of ran out of time. So yeah, there's more to more to learn and discover. Oh, that's super cool. All right, so we are talking about uh, DevOps. We're talking about what that means at Amway. We've talked about how kind of as a community, you and some other practitioners um, are working together to define what that means at Amway. Um, what's the short-term plan for how do we move forward with this practice? Sure. So, um, you know, 
high level, I don't have the exact answer for that, which is why we're here today. I mean, this is maybe one avenue is to try to kick off a little bit more awareness around this. Um, specifically in the transformation office, we're just now um, starting to reach out and get a regular cadence um, with some of our practitioners in the field uh, to a meeting that we're kind of called calling the guild or guild learning service. Um, and it's really just having conversations with these people around what DevOps means to them and, and building some uh, foundational elements on where we think we need to focus to try to help evolve this kind of framework at Amway. Okay. And did you find a, a wide variety of answers when you got that group of people together to talk about what DevOps is? Yeah, that's kind of a uh, double-edged sword, yes and no. There are definitely some common answers around kind of dev tools and tooling, some of the tactical things that you would need to do to kind of, quote-unquote, do DevOps. Um, but then probably the most uh, uh, surprising thing to me is there was quite a few of them that came back to the, the culture and environment mm. um, aspect, which, um, again, if you do a lot of reading, uh, you know, choose your favorite search engine about DevOps and culture or something, and you'll get a lot of information about that. It is a key aspect. So mm. it was really um, good to hear from the folks that are doing the work that that's something they feel is interesting and that we need to kind of maybe explore more. Good. All right. You said choose your own search engine. I didn't know there was anything besides Google. <laughs> shout out, sorry, to, shout sorry out to Google there. Sorry, Bing. <laughs> I remember Ask Jeeves. Gosh, I miss, I miss <laughs> Jeeves. That was good. All right, so back to the DevOps stuff. This is a, a concept that can be interpreted in many ways, but if I were to go do some Bing research or some Google research, what's like the main theme or the primary thing that I'm going to find about DevOps, or at least that's consistent across most people who are practicing this? Sure, and again, there, you're going to find a lot of information out there, but I, I guess I probably attribute um, a lot of my thoughts around this as one of the uh, foundational elements where I grabbed is uh, from the DevOps handbook. Um, I think they do a, a decent job there of summarizing if, if you have zero awareness of DevOps to really give you some um, good yeah, that's information me. on that. Yep. Yep. It's a little little deep for some of the reading, so it might not be uh, you know a, a novelty type thing, but um, overall what I pull from that is um, it's basically kind of talking about a value or philosophies that help to guide your patterns towards DevOps maturity as an organization on where you're at on that scale. Okay, so what are they? So basically describes like this principle of three ways. Um, so again, the, f the first way that they talk about is kind of systems thinking and the system as a whole. Um, so like an application? Yeah, that could be one application from top to bottom. So from the end user experience all the way to the back end infrastructure that makes that thing function. Oh, wait, system as more than the technology, I'm thinking about what we call in the Agile Transformation Office, the system of delivery encompasses kind of the processes and the people and the technology. So this is the same idea, right? So systems yeah. thinking being yep. more about the entire system or like what we would call an ecosystem, that kind of a thing is, um, is more relatable than the technology side of things. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a key component is, I mean, it, it, this, the system thinking is not always focused on just the technology. Okay. Um, and, you know, going back to some of those evolutions from the lean manufacturing days, I mean, it, some of the key components that kind of make up that systems thinking mindset, it would be like your flow of work, um, smaller batch sizes so that you can kind of deliver the value more quickly to customers or the users. 
Um, always having a quality focus, um, so you don't want to pass defects or bugs or um, less quality downstream. Um, and then another big one is thinking about optimizing for the enterprise or a global goal and not just localized. So um, in other words, don't try to allow for like local optimizations to create like degradation mm. on the overall enterprise system. That reminds me of a, um, a lean principle that I think I learned during like Kaizen uh, training was, or maybe it's a yellow belt training, was the sub-optimization. Like we sub-optimize one specific part of the process because it's really good for that part of the process, but it drags down the rest of the overall process. And is that what you're talking about? Absolutely. Okay. So not focusing on that local optimization, but thinking about the overall system and how it all works together. Correct. Cool. All right. What's the next way? Uh, so commonly referred to as the second way, which is focused on feedback or creating opportunities to amplify your feedback loops. Um, and again, this is focused on finding opportunities um, to, f to get more feedback at any point in the system when it can provide value. Um, so one thing that comes to mind for me, if we think about some of our product teams that are developing, you know, the software is in a, in a common agile ceremony of basically maybe a demo day. Okay. Um, that's one great example of amplifying some feedback where that demo day, you want to get all the stakeholders involved to show them the thing that you have been working on. Um, have very open discussions about that, and then it gives the team a chance to quickly and easily pivot in case what they're building or the thing as it stands today is not actually meeting what the customer wanted. Mm -hmm. um, so that's just a simple example. Um, perhaps maybe some more advanced examples could be, again, in the, in the space of software uh, engineering would be building some telemetry, some events, uh, using feature flags, or perhaps ring-based deployments. Each of these are kind of ways that you can produce signals um, in the system to help understand if the thing that we're working on is actually producing the outcome that we expected. Hmm, I like that. So that, that seems more like a, more in the technology space, kind of built into the system, give me that feedback. So the system is giving us feedback from interactions that may or may not have been triggered by a user. So what's ring-based deployments and how does that give me feedback? Um, again, it's a it's a practice that you can do in, in developing. So let's say we have a new feature that we're working on for product X. Um, you could basically, when you're ready and everything's accepted, everybody's agreed that this is going out to production, you could basically release that and think of it like a percentage. So a ring base, you might start out by kind of lighting that feature up maybe to 10% of your user base. Oh, okay. We minimize the collateral damage of exactly. that, that feature. Yep. Yep. This, re this reminds me of Facebook's deployment practice of we start with a small group of like 1% of the population gets this. Then we go to 10%. Then we go to more. And eventually everyone gets it. But yeah. that's kind of a way to play it safe as we're deploying these things. Yeah, absolutely. And again, based on how they engineered that um, new feature, they're actually able to collect you know several types of feedback through that deployment to determine, you know, did we actually achieve this outcome that we hoped um, when we decided that this was a good idea to build? Wow, that's a novel thought. Did we achieve an outcome other than just launched a feature, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think our practice of, you know, celebrating a launch, those days are gone. Uh, that's it, not what it's about anymore. It's about did we get the outcome we were going after because we built the thing for a reason, not just to build the thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's, uh, 
you said it very well, and it's it's a lot harder to achieve than you, <laughs> yeah. you might think. It's easy to say, yeah. right? Not but easy to do. That's exactly why we're uh, in the midst of this transformation effort at Amway is to, you know, again, try to improve and on that journey. All right. So thank you for the examples. Those are helpful in understanding kind of the feedback and how we're trying to create those opportunities. So those are two ways. So I hear systems thinking and feedback. What is the third way? Uh, sure. The third way is really focused on the culture and environment. So um, I feel like in my mind, in many aspects, this is probably the most challenging part of mm. kind of the principles of three ways in the DevOps practice. Um, you really need to have a culture and environment that's safe, um, trusting, and, and it helps foster things like being able to experiment or take risks and you know learn from any of those failures that may have resulted from an experiment or risk-taking. Um, and then basically, f- by having that type of environment, you can you know build repetition on these practices um, so that you become really good at that particular process or craft um, so that at some point experimentation and risks I mean they definitely need to be kind of balanced in a way we don't want to purposely put something at risk that we know is going to cause major disruption to our business but we also through this kind of safe environment culture the teams are willing to take more risk and experiment Hmm. um, because we are repeating that so often they become very good at doing those types of things and so they understand the system really well and so if they do kind of decide to push themselves to a danger zone maybe yeah um it's not as big of a deal because they're it's actually less risky because they know exactly how to quickly revert and you know avoid that risk so they've got that habit kind of built in through that repetition through that practice absolutely and it makes me think about like the practice of uh, an nba star is i mean 90 9% of their repetition happens outside of a game. I mean, their shots, their, their rhythm, all the things that they practice every day, they do it every day for hours and they're doing it outside of the pressure of an audience, of a clock, of a competitor in just get the repetition down so that when the pressure is on, they can deliver. Uh, It seems like in our case, what we're trying to balance is we want to take calculated risks And to do that, we need to have a safe environment where we can kind of look to the team and say, we know this is a little bit of a risk. Do we have a contingency plan? And, you know, if it fails, we can get out of this without a ton of damage. And that's okay, because we'll learn. There's kind of two sides to that, right? There's the idea that I'm willing to take the risk. The other side is, I I, I guess, as as a leader or as someone who's accountable for the experience of an ABO or customer, I have to be willing to accept that there's some risk there. And I feel like that's probably where um, this is a struggle for us, is that we're not, we're innately wired to be risk averse. And so that, that, that I, I think I get the sense of culture being one of the hardest things for us to yeah. change. Yep, and I absolutely, I think that's a great um, summary and analogy that you use there. Um, and again, I mean, it's that idea that when you do fail, um, it's not a bad thing, right? Let's celebrate it. Um, and as long as we're making sure we, we learn from it and it's improving yeah. the system for the next time, right? Because yeah. the more that we can repeat something like that, the less risky it becomes and it just becomes kind of part of that new habit or new way of doing things. So Mm -hmm. you're able to kind of maybe push those boundaries a little further. Um, 
And who knows, that next boundary that you push could just be that next market disruptor that basically changes uh, the entire business. That would be awesome. And that only comes from taking a risk. Absolutely. All right. So the three ways, let me see if I can uh, kind of wrap this up. The three ways being, number one is systems thinking. Thinking about the flow of work, how it goes through the system. Don't pass any defects. You know, don't pass poor quality stuff through the system. It's for someone else to take care of. Take care of yourself. And don't sub-optimize locally. Think about the entire system and how it works together. Second way is feedback. We want to create and amplify opportunities for feedback. So that may be through people um, in kind of qualitative, quantitative feedback. And it may be through systems and events that we've set up, things that give us warning signals or help indicate whether or not we're achieving our outcomes. And the third way is culture. And here we're talking about create a safe environment, take calculated risks, uh, experiment and just repeat and get good repetition at these practices so that we can continue to improve and incrementally iterate and, and improve so that at some point we can push boundaries to innovate. Yeah. Excellent. Awesome. I feel like I learned something today, Mark. Thanks for sharing that with me. Yeah, hey, you've been a great student. <laughs> so when I kind of look at the DevOps space, there's a lot a lot of content out there. So as a, as a student, um, I have a bunch of homework to do to learn about DevOps. So this is just kind of the tip of the iceberg, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, absolutely. By the tip of the tip of the tip of the iceberg. Um, how could I learn more about not just DevOps in general through you know my, my Google research, which is my go-to, not Bing, but when I think about, I wanna learn about it from an Amway perspective not just from what does everybody in the industry think about DevOps. How do I learn more about DevOps at Amway? Sure, great question. Um, as I said earlier, we're just now starting to build what we're calling the, the guild, the DevOps guild learning service here at Amway. Um, okay. The transformation office is kind of trying to help uh, sponsor and facilitate that, uh, but really it's about pulling in all the experts and practitioners here at Amway to help shape that. So. Um, definitely encourage you if you're interested, okay. uh, reach out to myself in the transformation office or any one of the other coaches, um, to learn more about that. Again, we're right at the very beginning stage of this. So we're trying to build what this is going to mean for Amway. So it'd oh, be yeah. a great time to get extra input and feedback from those who are doing the work every day. Oh, wonderful. So the guild, does that meet every week or every month or every three months? Gotcha. Yep. So uh, we're setting up based on the feedback from last meeting. I have a calendar invite that I need to put together yet before the end of this week okay. uh, to do it uh, twice a month. So the current cadence that people are seeking is a couple times a month, and then we're just going to evolve it from there again. It's not something that, you know, the transformation office is building alone. So we will continue to learn and evolve based on the feedback from all of our practitioners on, you know, how to shape this and help make it, you know, a successful movement through Amway. Awesome. Well, Mark, thank you so much for the time talking about DevOps and the three ways and what excites you about that. I really appreciate having you on the show today. Appreciate it, Kyle. It was a lot of fun, and I hope everybody found this informational uh, and enjoyed the conversation. Yeah, hey, I did, so that's one. We win. Perfect, that's right. Um, so the uh, last thing is if you want to learn more about Agile or DevOps, any of the above topics we talked about today, you can go to Agile Next forward slash, type that in your browser from the Amway intranet, and that will take you to our SharePoint site where you can find lots of resources. Uh, specifically, you can find a page to, to learn more about the DevOps Guild. 
Thank you so much for your time today, Mark, and we will be talking to you folks soon. Thanks, Kyle. Have a great time. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and share it with others. To learn more about Amway's Agile journey, follow the hashtag AmwayAgile on Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And if you're an employee, do that and search Amway Agile forward slash in your browser.